You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. He is bothered, as many people are, by the exclusion of Kohanim with physical blemishes from uh, Avodah and the Beis HaMikdash. Um, now, some of those issues are solvable in terms of Birkat Kohanim, right? We know that Birkat Kohanim, the way uh, Gemara says that a certain number of blemishes, and really, we don't, Balimum are not puzzled for it, and, and the Gemara talks about how you can, the issue the, only, the issue with Birkat Kohanim is, uh, at least for, for most things, is uh, whether they distract people or not, and so you can create a culture in which people's um, um, unusual, uh, unusual characteristics, non-normative characteristics, whatever you want to call them, uh, are not in any way distracting for the community, and so you can do that, right? The Gemara says that if you're Dash Biro, so people no longer notice it, then that's fine, and we can say nowadays, Rav Benny Lau was, was I think, uh, the one who formulated this primarily, but I also heard it from Professor Michael Stein uh, of Harvard, in a, a Harvard Law, in a, in a totally different environment in terms of the International Treaty on Disabilities, that you can frame it as, okay, if it happens that it that that it's not that it becomes usual, so then it changes the law. Or you can say that our goal is to pr- proactively set out to create a society where that um, right where this where I guess where ideally where you, look, you know where if it's disability the category disability disappears because you create a structure where whatever that physical um, difference is has no consequences in terms of ability. Uh, right, His, Professor Science Mashal was in a you know in a, in a world of entirely in a world where everything is entirely flat. Wheels are an advantage, not a disadvantage, and so. People are using wheelchairs are not are not disabled. They're probably better abled for many purposes. Uh, so you want to avoid steps and build ramps and do things like that so that you uh, so there's no effect. But that doesn't work in terms of the actual avoda in the Beit Hamikdash. There, there is a list of physical characteristics that are exclusive. Um, there was a famous attempt again by Rabbi Lau to try and uh, claim that there's a halachic solution to that. Laniu Dati and many people more important than me that attempt failed. Um, but Josh tried something, I think, uh, clever. What he said was that we have a tradition that the firstborns, right, the Bechor, the, the Bechorahs served as the Kohanim prior to the Kohanim, and that's in this week's Parsha, where, where, again, right, there are many times where it happens, they have to try and figure out where the, where the Levim or the Kohanim in some way replaced the, uh, placed, placed the, uh, replaced the Bechorahs. And there is a tradition in which, uh, in Messianic times, it reverts to the Bechorahs. So the question then is, if you construct the shift to the Kohanim as a response to a sin, let's say the, the Egel HaZahav, so maybe you can say that the requi- the exclusion of Kohanim Balimum is part of the same transition from the firstborn to the Kohanim, and so when the Kuna reverts from what we now call Kohanim to the Bechorim, the, right, maybe maybe there, would, there will no longer be a Psul of Balimum um, either. So the question then is, but do you know whether um, whether a bechor who was a balmum can serve could, right, could have served as a kohen prior to the right to the what we call the kohanim taking over? Um, so just tried a way of doing that, which um, was borrowing from somebody else, and I think was based on a trans on a translation error in uh, an unusual phrase, an understandable translation error. Uh, it was a clever move where the idea was to claim that there is a medrash which suggests that the impact of slavery in Egypt was enormous in terms of physical results on Bnei Israel. And if you, had, if you had a measure that said that every member of the Jewish people was a halachic ba'almum, was halachically blemished, coming in a way that was, you know, presumably in a way that was relevant to the, um, to the guna, that's a reasonable reading 
of what Balimun means in that Medrash. So that would mean that the Bechoras were also, and since we have a position that the Bechoras did the right did the avoda up until the inauguration of the Mishkan, so that would mean that that if every Jew was a Balmum, and right, so that includes the Bechoras, and that means that Bechoras who were Kohanim must have uh, right Bechoras who were, right, were Balimum must have served as Kohanim. You could claim it proves too much because there are some things that when everybody has them, right, maybe that changes halacha, but that would be a chiddush. So it was a really good argument if, in fact, there were a medrash that said that all of Bnei Israel were. Um, but I think there isn't actually such a medrash. I think that the um, the most you can get is one that says nearly all. You can't get one that actually says all. Um, so I didn't think that, I thought that the, the final point in uh, Josh Sadlan's Vartara didn't quite make it. Um, but I thought maybe there's another way of proving it. So I try. Um, so I suggested you might be able to try to prove it by counting what exactly the ratio of right, of bechoras to right, how many bechoras needed to be right needed pidyon to be replaced by kohanim. And I was trying this. I was trying. So I spent a lot of time in the last day and a half just trying to see if I could find any direct evidence for the question of whether a bechor who is a balmum um, was allowed to do the avoda or would be allowed to do the avoda avoda in the Beit Hamikdash. And so far, I've come up completely empty. And it maybe I'm missing something entirely obvious. So that's you understand what I was trying to get to, um, and I, you know, just say, you know, boldly I failed. Uh, if any of you find Makara to that extent, to that, um, to that effect, uh, one way or the other, either either proving that uh, Bechor who was a Balmum could or will be able to serve, to serve or couldn't and won't be able to, I would appreciate it. Okay, that's the, that's the. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.